Talk Live. Welcome to the program. As always, you're invited. If you want to join us on the radio, you can do that. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, you've got Ian. And Conan. You can bring up whatever you want. Uh, Both Conan and I tonight, we still want to talk about what's been happening (laughs) in Canada. Because it ain't over. It ain't over, and it's it's gotten it's come to exactly what I said it would two weeks ago. What what did you say? They weren't going to get anywhere. They because, meaning the protesters because the, because peaceful their peaceful act uh, activism isn't going to uh, change Trudeau's mind ever. Or, or and the and the police chief and the health minister and well, all these yahoos who are uh, basically uh, uh, stomping them down. You know well, the boot on their heads on their necks. Conan, we w- I think we can say. Everybody knew Trudeau wasn't going to step down, right? But they did. I mean, during the period of the three weeks, all of the provinces, at least as far as I can tell, even Quebec announced rolling back of yeah, but the they vaccine were, passports. They were already doing that. All over the world, they were coming back. The, the, the left who support this, who support mm-hmm. the lockdowns and the, and the vaccine and the masks more than anyone else, they were already... Uh, turn and tail and backing off because hmm. it's an election season, uh, an election year, um, and they can ramp it back up anytime they want. To. In, in fact, if anything, uh, the the fact that the the honking took place while everyone was backing off uh, just I think made it worse. Well, I think I think Trudeau would have already backed off a little bit, but when these guys came out and made a fool of him, he hmm. had he had to hunker down and he had to make a point. He because if because if he had admitted defeat. That he would he would take that to the grave with him. The thing is, Conan, I don't think that even though your point is that countries around the world were backing off, Canada wasn't until the 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 trucker protests. I until think the I th- freedom convoy. I think that they I think that they would have backed off without the honking. Maybe they would have. We don't get the uh, the benefit of having you know a world versus B world to compare. But well, actually, re- actually, we do have an A versus B. Two different realities are at war with each other right now. Well, we're gonna get in. We're gonna oh, get yeah. into that. That's something you want to talk about here tonight. But I wanted to give an update because, like I said, we've been following this closely over the last few weeks that this has been going on. It's been an amazing event. Um, an amazing protest that, despite the fact that it did not bring the power structure to its knees, I don't think anybody realistically who's been familiar with you know protests believed that that was going to happen. Out of I this. think it's probably been one of the most effective protests in in my lifetime. Now I understand back in the what was the seventies the last the last oil crisis. Uh, I think that they were all, they were. There were trucker revolts here in this country mm-hmm. before before I was born. When you say effective, what do you mean by that? Effective how? Millions and millions of dollars lost of revenue of of, mm-hmm. of, of huge companies who weren't able to get their vehicles, especially the trucking industry, the mm-hmm. the vehicle industry, not able to deliver their uh, arsenal of uh, vehicles. But right there, that's a, there's a there's a big uh, problem. Um, it was effective, also, and also in making that- and also making government look stupid. Yes, and calling them out for the tyrants that they all are—not just Trudeau, all of these yahoos. Yeah, it brought people together in a way that had never happened in Canada. It was a level of protest that had never uh, transpired there. There was a guy, uh, Dan Dix from Press for Tooth, who was around for the G20 protests, which were apparently pretty big in Canada. He said this topped that mm-hmm. easily. Uh, so you got the you know the benefit of the networking. You got the benefit of uh, reinforcing the people who. 
believe in freedom, giving them something to believe in. And so there's a lot, I think, that this protest did for the freedom movement as well. Plus, it was this sort of shining example to the rest of the world. There were a lot of uh, copycat protests that happened in Europe and in other places. And we might be getting our own. And there might be one in the United States. Some say as soon as tomorrow, starting, uh, they're calling it the People's Convoy. Now, just in time for the uh, state, what is the State of the Union on the first? No, well, that, that's what some people were saying originally, but now they're saying they're not going to arrive till the fifth. So it's going to be like a ten-day uh, transport across if, the United if States. If they're able to even get in to DC, yeah. uh, there might be. There's there's already a police presence. There word, might also be military presence. Yeah, word yesterday was that they're already telling police officers they cannot have any time off as of right now until <laughs> further notice. Basically, like they're so, not already getting enough overtime yeah. this whole last two years. On the other hand, uh, there, of course, would be the conspiracy theories that maybe this was indeed done to increase the the crackdown, that this is an excuse to crack down, that uh, the World Economic Forum wants to see countries like Canada and the United States and you know all their little member countries in a, in a total police state. Uh-huh. And, and this gives, give them the excuse to do that. And they ha- and take control of your bank account. There's that too, yeah. That's this is a perfect opportunity for for martial law. Uh, the what is it? What is it called? The Emergency Act or Emergencies what? Act, which by the way was uh, upheld. So there was a chance for the House of Commons to vote it down to vote this thing down to say Trudeau, you've gone too far. This is crazy. Uh, this is completely uncalled for. The Emergencies Act, by the way, and I don't know if I had the article that I was reading last night, but. Uh, there was a piece that I was reading that says the Emergencies Act can only be brought into play under its own rules mm-hmm. with, like, crazy violence going on. And that's why they say, that's why everyone and their sister's brother, mainstream media, I'm talking mm-hmm. about you, are talking about how these are violent activists. Which they weren't. Which they weren't. There was, they had, they, yeah, they, them out there with their saunas and their uh, bouncy, right. bouncy castles Kids. and their, and their uh, disco yeah. uh, parties. parties. Yeah. No. No. The, no, no Violence was taking place at all. Stop saying it. You you can't make it happen. Yeah, but they do, and that's why how that's how he got this passed. The uh, motion to confirm the declaration of emergency powers passed 185 to 151, wow. basically along party lines in Canada. Now there's more than two parties in Canada because they've got a parliamentary system, and so it's it's a little different up there, but. Yeah, overwhelming support, basically, to continue the state of emergency, which is basically martial law without using the military as of this point, uh, but to a total police state is what they rolled out. Now, is that the same thing that's going to happen here in the United States? Because remember, after January 6th, there was the National Guard, thousands of National Guard members were brought into Washington, D.C., remember, for, yep. the, for the inauguration, and January 6th was used as the excuse for that. And what did they do? We're, they did, we're still talking about is what they did. Well, there's that, but they also locked down the streets. They had checkpoints everywhere. They had these, like, barriers that they put up. I remember images from that where barriers were erected in the streets to where streets that were previously two-way mm-hmm. were modified into a one-way street and you could only one uh, row of cars could pass through these barriers so there was just no way to go a second direction down the street they had choked off uh, all of the streets and of course they had you know military members or national guard members just like in in Ottawa where they have police literally everywhere there's a hundred checkpoints in the so-called red zone in the city of ottawa yep so you cannot walk more than three to five minutes on foot 
before you encounter more cops asking you who you are. Asking for your papers, please. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I've seen video of this. That is exactly what is going on uh, in the city of Ottawa now with the uh, the claim that, oh, well, it's an emergency. So we'll see it. Um, we're a different type. We Americans are a different type. Um, what, do you think Americans aren't going to just put up with this in the cities? Uh, uh, well, we're going to talk about that in this in this article I'm talking about. Yeah, because the, 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 city the, city, people... the cities versus the, the, the actual middle class, working class people out right. there. Uh, the, the, the Canadians are, they, they argue, they complain a lot. And uh, the fact that it is as bad as it is in Canada versus here is a little bit different. It's one of the reasons why we haven't had our own convoy first. Hmm. Um, and, and this took place it's in Australia, worse in Canada. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, th- but the fact that it, it came to this—that people actually got off their duffs mm-hmm. and actually went out and did this—it speaks volumes to me because they're just a complaining lot. They're they're the queens. It's a queens comp- a country. They they're not. They're a whole different blood. Uh, we, it, we typically it doesn't come to that here in, in the states because well, first of all we weren't we weren't locked down. These our truckers weren't locked down. Like a lot of the cities are in this country, yeah. So it had, so it, it didn't hurt as much as say Australia, New Zealand, Canada. Um, so it's a it's a whole Plus different there, kettle of fish. Yeah, there aren't as many of the vaccine mandates or the vaccine passports in the United States. There's some big cities that have them, uh, but uh, you know New York City and uh, New Orleans and Chicago they have them. Mm-hmm. San Francisco, but the bulk of the country doesn't. Uh, but nonetheless, there may very well be one starting up tomorrow. But one of the things I wanted to focus on but until we get. Until we get to where you wanted to come to, uh, Conan, tonight, which is these different types of realities for people, which I want to get into that. First, the reality of what's happening to Tamara Litch, the, one of the organizers, right. one of the more noteworthy, the more visible organizers. She was arrested on Thursday. Her bail hearing was this morning, and she has been denied bail. We'll give you the details coming up. Talk Live. The number is 603-283-6160. You can join us here and you can bring up whatever is on your mind. We're talking right now about the uh, fallout after the Ottawa Freedom Convoy that went on for an epic three weeks until the police, the police state formed itself. They took their sweet time doing it, Mm -hmm. but boy, did they come down hard on the convoy making a... I don't think that they. I don't think they thought that it would turn into what it did. No, I, I don't, don't think, think they, they had any clue. Like I said, this this level of protest, I don't think has been seen, not in my lifetime. Maybe Occupy, Occupy. Wall, Wall Street, but that was yeah. our protest. I'm talking Canada. Yeah, no, Canada's never seen anything like this, and so it was pretty epic. We we've been paying close attention to it and still continue to watch what's going on there because uh, it's not over. The protesters themselves have said they're not done. The, the police crushing them in Ottawa as they did violently with over 190 arrests, uh, including the organizers. We're going to talk about one of them here uh, being denied bail. But the protesters said this isn't over. We're going to keep this thing going. We may show up in different cities. Uh, you don't know what we're going to do next, but we, you know, they'll figure something out. Yeah. Well, and, how many how many truckers? 100 and or they're not necessarily all truckers, but I mean, just that many just were 200, supporters. 200 yeah. truckers taken off the roads. Hard That's... to say. Hard to say. Well, they may still be coming after the truckers later because the threats from the police 
uh, in the city of Ottawa were, if you were involved in this protest... The the chief of police. And they were taking down license plates, so they know, right? Oh, yeah. If you were involved in this protest, we're coming after you later. this, This one Yahoo who took over was asked specifically... Uh, do you intend to to go after these these individuals after the fact? And he's like, absolutely. Yes. Yes. We are gonna we're gonna use every uh, a little bit of energy that we have uh, to 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 make a point. And of course, when they do that, it's it's a smart tactic on their part because when they go to a guy's house, there's no one around. That's how they do it. Who's going? This to is see. how they do it. Not, there's not going to be a bunch of protesters nearby that are going to hop to it with video cameras and catch the, the arrest on video. They're not going to know where he's being taken because they're not going to be there to see it happen. Only his family yeah. uh, is going to be there to witness it. We'll be lucky if we even hear... I mean, obviously, we're not in, intimately connected with the protest movement there, but you know, if we even hear about it when it starts to go down, I think we'll be lucky. Yeah, if if you say they go to their house, uh, I don't know. Some of these guys are losing their livelihoods. They got this mm-hmm. one of these mayors who's yeah. talking about the, the confiscated uh, trucks. He's talking about selling them. Wow. Um, and and these so, guys so, are so, so, so these poor trucks truckers might be living under a bridge in the next two years. I mean, how are they going to survive this? Right. And they've also, uh, there's been speculation from the government gang that they may take their licenses, right? Like their CDLs. Oh, yeah. That, they were talking about that a week and a half ago. Right. Now, I don't know. Or, if they... And not just licenses, licensures, but uh, also denying them insurance. Yeah. Going to the insurance companies and right. saying, you need to deny these truckers. They're terrorists. They're terrorists. Domestic yeah. terrorists. You can't insure these guys. And I don't know that. A trucker is, you know, is going to be able to do his job without insurance? without insurance. Yeah, I Who's mean, I guess you, I guess you? you could, but I mean, it's dangerous. Well, why would someone hire you if you don't have insurance? Exactly. You know, you've got to insure the the load. I imagine at the very least. So uh, the update here that I wanted to make sure that we give out is about the organizer, one of the organizers, one of the key fundraisers, Tamara Lich. She was when you looked at the GoFundMe as far as who you know, because GoFundMe will GoFundMe will tell you who. The people are that are behind the fundraiser. She was one of two names. It was her and a guy named B.J. Dichter. Now, from what I understand, B.J. has not yet been arrested. However, he claims that his finances have been frozen. So credit cards, bank accounts, that sort of thing has been frozen. I've not yet seen any reports of his arrest. Tamara was arrested on the streets of Ottawa back on Thursday last week. So right before the crackdown came. Right. Because so the crackdown started on Friday and then continued on Saturday. By Sunday, they had towed all of the, the trucks out of there and they had moved all of the protesters out of the so-called red zone. Yeah, these tow truck drivers with their uh, vehicles all taped up so you right. could see their uh, organization and, and masks. on, yeah. What a bunch of cowards, man. What a bunch of absolute cowards. And you, and you yeah. cops, too. Embarrassing. Absolutely uh, horrific uh, morality or, or lack of. So here's the update. Tamara Lich, according to the CBC, which is the government's own propaganda arm there in Canada. (laughs) Ministry of Truth. mm -hmm, A major organizer of the so-called Freedom Convoy. They always love putting so-called in front of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's uh, yes. mm -hmm. Absolutely. They'll chuckle about it. And then they always refer to the truckers or the honking as the so-called activists or so-called protest. What does that even mean? I mean, I I I know what it means. It's a base. It's rhetorical concept. Yeah. I mean, I use it regularly when I talk about so-called authorities and so-called. So, I mean, we use we use it. That way yeah, too. but they, but that's that, but that's true. Yeah, these these are not so-called activists. They are, in fact, one hundred percent activists. And it really was the Freedom Convoy. Yes. So, I mean, what is so-called about it? She was denied bail. 
this morning in Ottawa. The Alberta woman behind the now-halted GoFundMe campaign that raised over $10 million in Canadian dollars to support the protest in Ottawa was arrested and charged Thursday with counseling to commit mischief. Now, again, I'm not real sure what that means. I suspect that's the equivalent of a conspiracy charge. Like, you know, you've conspired with another person. You've counseled them. Right, right. Before her arrest, she told journalists she wasn't concerned about being arrested, didn't think the protest was illegal, and also said her bank account's been frozen. On Tuesday, the judge said she was not convinced that Lich would go home, stay there, and stop her alleged counseling. So that was what the other guy had agreed to. So the, the there was two people who were the so-called organizers that were arrested. So-called. On, <laughs> I'm calling them so-called organizers because... Oh, yeah, wait, like a, and this, I'm sorry. In this case, absolutely, this, because we don't know that these are actual like leaders or well, I could tell r- you, ringleaders. Tamara Lich was definitely like one of the go-to girls as far as commentary from the media, as far as she was the, the woman, one of the two people behind the fundraiser. So in that way, she was a quote-unquote organizer. Right. But... I hesitate to call anyone an organizer of what is ostensibly a decentralized movement. But that said, her name was fairly prominent. And the other guy whose name I didn't recognize, I think his name was Brown, somebody, Chris Brown or something like that. I apologize if I'm getting the name wrong. I don't have it in front of me. But he was released on Friday on extreme bail conditions of home confinement. And so he had to go back to Saskatoon, where he lives, on home confinement he is not allowed to speak in favor of these protests ever again, or at the very least until his trial. That is part of his bail conditions wow. in this case. In this case, they're saying she, the judge, does not believe Tamara would be able to uh, to agree to those bail, or even if she agreed to them, that she wouldn't follow them. Uh, she would not go home. She would not stay at her home and stop her alleged counseling. The Ontario Superior Court Justice Julie Bourgeois said, quote, This community has already been impacted enough by some of the criminal activity and blockades you took part in and even led. You have had plenty of opportunity to remove yourself and even others from this criminal activity, but obstinately chose not to and persistently counseled others not to either. In Canada, every citizen can certainly disagree with and protest against government decisions, but it needs to be done in a democratic fashion, in abidance with the laws that have been established democratically, the judge said. In denying <laughs> So that bail. means no change for you. It's already set up. We got our system the way we like it, and we, we built it in such a way that you can't change it. She's facing, by the way, apparently as much as a decade in prison, according to something I read. Uh, the number here is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. We'll continue with the uh, the news here on what's happening with one of the times. organizers. Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol, and we're big fans of it here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it's really taking off, now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. 
thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so we're now streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. At minimum, we ask you visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey today. Video.freetalklive.com. Yeah! It's Free Talk Live, and phones are open here if you want to join the show. The number for you is 603-283-6160. at 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, you've got Ian. And Conan. Coming up, are there two different realities? Conan is going to dig into that concept in regards to how it relates to the Freedom Convoy, the protests that have been going on for uh, weeks that sadly were broken up over the weekend. On the way, also, we got a, a clip from Bill Gates talking about what makes him sad. Dr. Bill. Oh, he's a doctor he's now? A, he's America's doctor. Well, he's the world's doctor. Since oh, he's al- oh, he's always been. A- oh, you didn't know? No. You didn't know? I'm just, I've never I'm, heard that. I'm just kidding, of course. But oh, okay. he, he sure acts like he's one, <laughs> and a scientist, and a virologist. Yeah, he's just a computer programmer. If that, not even, a good if, one. if that even, because yeah. some people say he stole some. Code yeah, exactly. Back in the day. He's a thief. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Ian and Conan here. And by the way, we've been telling you about how Intercoin can help any business and organization launch their own currency or raise money using their own token. And now Intercoin has launched its investor token. And you can get it on a centralized exchange called XMarkets, exmarkets.com is where you can go. Uh, Use just an email address to sign up. You can keep your privacy intact. And you can then deposit dozens of different cryptocurrencies there, including Bitcoin, trade them for Tether, and then use that Tether to buy ITR, which is the Intercoin Investor Token. You can learn more about the Intercoin vision at intercoin.org and buy or sell ITR on xmarkets.com, exmarkets.com. You just might be advancing the cause of liberty around the world. So there's really not much else to say here about uh, Tamara Litch, the judge in the case, a robed woman, said she found Litch, who was one of the organizers, allegedly, of the uh, Freedom Convoy, to be guarded and, quote, almost obstructive. Almost. <laughs> so, so it's a conspiracy. Yeah. So, so shouldn't the uh, penalty... Be a little less than, I don't know, 10 years in jail? Well, I saw that somewhere. I feel like it was in this article, but now it's just saying that the the judge is saying she could face a, quote, lengthy stay in prison if convicted. Tamara is expected back in court on March 2nd, maybe for another crack at bail. But for right now, she's been denied bail, saying the judge saying she doesn't believe that Litch would go home. She doesn't believe she would stay home. And or stop her alleged counseling. Counseling to commit mischief is what she's been charged with. Unbelievable. By the way, uh, Ottawa Mayor Jim Watson, under the Emergencies Act, I've asked our solicitor and our city manager, how can we keep the tow trucks and campers and the vans and everything else that we've confiscated and sell those pieces of equipment to help recoup some of the cost that our taxpayers are absorbing? Wow. Watson also cited losses by physical businesses as one of the reasons he would attempt to sell off impounded vehicles. Earlier like the sa- businesses are going to get a piece of that. Uh, no, they're not, exactly. Earlier on Saturday, City Treasurer Wendy Stevenson claimed the management or the mangling. The, 
that managing the protest was costing the city approximately $1 million or $785,000 per day. Ridiculous. Like they had to do anything. Exactly. If they hadn't, well, yeah, if they hadn't done anything, still the businesses would have suffered. Not really. The businesses that unless, only suffered unless they remained open. That's Un- it. Unlike a couple of the businesses decided that it was uh, super spreaders and they needed to close their doors. Right. Other than that, everyone and his sister's brother was making hand over big foot, making money. making big, big money. money. Who, where do you think these people are eating? Exactly. I mean, there were some free food tents, but sometimes you want to sit down and eat at a restaurant or go use their bathroom or whatever, right? Like there are reasons to go to these restaurants. And there was a footage I saw out in front of two businesses in Ottawa. One was closed. The other was open, and you know what you, you were going to see. The open one was packed full of people. Exactly. Every other month, these same yahoos who are complaining right now are trying to set up events like this. They're trying to get people into their cities because mm, sure. they claim that's where the, the, the revenue comes yeah, from. This is record. This must be record revenue for these businesses. And they just shot yep. it down. They're shooting it down as we speak because they're because they've been made to look like fools they've been they have been called out as tyrants they've been made to look like fools and they can't handle it the judge in the case said it was disturbing that Tamara Litch didn't have a plan to get home after other organizers started getting arrested well how's she supposed to get home you just took you her froze truck. her bank account you probably took her vehicle too well i don't know and how her, she and, got there and in the her first dog place. Well, yeah, there's a good chance of that. A lot of vehicles were towed. By the way, the, uh, the police put out a notice on their Twitter account saying, if your vehicle was towed, you have to wait seven days before you can even go and get it back. So a minimum seven-day impound. Wow. So it's not like you could just hop on down to the tow yard the same day or the next day and pay the you know pay whatever arbitrary amount they want to extract from you. No, now it's that time seven. Do you think they're even going to allow the trucks back? Well, that's another if, question. If, if this mayor yeah. has has any has any right. uh, control, he's going to be taking them. It's crazy. And by the way, did you hear about the animals, the pets? Uh, they were going to be basically stolen. They're also the impounded, yeah. and they have been threatened that if they didn't come and get them in time, I think like eight days or so, they were going to be put down. Right, and they said they were taking ki- um, kids from people, too. Like, if they catch you with your kid, there was a threat by the police that if we catch you with the child, you will be, we're going to take your child, put them somewhere, quote-unquote, safe, and you may face some sort of penalty, you know, of like child endangerment, some sort of criminal charge. Well, you know right. what? I I know it's we're only 40 minutes into the program, mm-hmm. but I'm going there. You guys who are upholding this, who are who are cracking down on these peaceful protesters, you're a bunch of Nazis. Yeah, uh, literally, sure. literally, this you are it. a bunch of Nazis. Papers, please. A uh, confiscating kids. Yeah. Horrible. You, you're horrible people. Don't think it can't happen here. Because it absolutely like I said, can. we're different. We're a different breed. I don't, know, I, I don't know that it's going to be similar. I think that they're. You look at look at Black Lives Matter. Look at look at uh, Wall Street. A bunch of kids that were doing that. Mm-hmm. Black Street. Uh, uh, Black Lives Matter burning things down. We're a different breed. Well, I think Black I, Lives Matter in Toronto and elsewhere. But they're Canadian Black Lives Matter. I'm talking about Americans, man. I don't know. I think you're giving Americans too much credit. They're not going to be violent enough. I don't think I don't think Americans are going to get violent. I think they're pretty much you take a you take an American trucker's dog away from and or his kid, mm. and it's going to get violent. All right, I guess we'll I guess we'll see. I mean, I don't think violence is the solution, but I I do understand that people will go there when it's, they're pushed. It's, it's it's a cycle, man, and we are at the end of the eighty year cycle. It is it's it's it, the tr- the tree of liberty. Mm. It's got to be fed. It is dying. It is dehydrated. It is it is drying up. And uh, and and people don't know what to do. People are creating uh, problems that aren't real problems. 
when they should be focused on things like this. Yeah, I don't but, know. I think it's going to be interesting to see what what transpires in the next 10 days because I am skeptical that this thing's even real. This trucker you mean like it's going to be kind of like the last uh, one in 2020, this the last convoy that never really took off. Was there one in 2020? I don't I don't remember what year it was. But anyway, the Auss- the Aussies had a real nice one for a couple of days. That was like a few months ago. No, no, I'm talking about the one a year year and a half year a year and a half ago. Huh. Uh, but I know that the there was going to be an American convoy, and it just there was like two people. There's like there was like I, I saw one picture with some with two dudes yeah. who were who were blocking the uh, interstate. To me, this looks like a setup. The people's convoy. It looks really suspicious to me, um, and I understand that there's what looks like a legitimate kind of organization behind it. One of them is called the American Foundation for Civil Liberties and Freedom, the AFCLF. So, I mean, I, I want to believe that this is real, but the fact that they want truckers to register seems really suspicious Who, to me. Uh, Get out of here. No, I'm telling you, it's right on the website, thepeoplesconvoy.org. Truckers, register here. What for? Quote, unquote, for security and reimbursement purposes. Hmm. I'm not sure how it's going to give you any security. You might, yeah, re- reimbursement the, might be the option. Well, that's what they're trying to get people to do. It's like, hey, you want to put, you want to get a little money out of this, then you got to put your name down here, and we'll, we'll pay you. But to me, that's like, okay, here's the list of, of people, feds. Here's the list of Department of Transportation. Here's the list of people you need to go after. They're going to have that list. So if it's not, if this is real, great. But the way it looks to me is like, oh my god! If I were well, a trucker going to join this thing, I sure as hell wouldn't put I wouldn't, my name I on a dotted line. I wouldn't do it at all. But I mean, if you consider the amount of power that has been gobbled up uh, in the uh, in the last week, Canadian power from the state, uh, I, I I can only imagine that the uh, American bureaucrats are are slathering all over themselves, wishing they could have that same amount of control, being able to lock it down, be able to martial law, being able to control your bank account. Oh, man. If, if anything, I think you're absolutely right. I think this might be a setup just for another power grab. Yeah, it could be. The The number here is 603-283-6160. We're definitely going to keep an eye on it, though, and you are welcome to join us. Coming up, Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Number, if you want to join us here, 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Talking about the uh, Freedom Convoy in Canada, where the organizer, one of the organizers, has been denied bail. We'll continue to update you on that situation. Plus, coming up, are there two realities when it comes to these things? Conan wants to dig into... I don't know if it's an esoteric view. We'll see. I'm not sure where you're coming from on this, Conan, but we're going to find that out on the way here. It's Ian and Conan in the studio, and the phones are open to you. We're going to go to your phone calls and thoughts. Again, 603-283-6160. Let's talk first to Jared calling us from uh, – I didn't get that part, Jared. Where are you calling from tonight? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Welcome to Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Um, I just wanted to point out the fact that the Canadian government banned – semi-automatic firearms last year and the confiscation date is april 30th hold up they banned them last year i thought that uh semi-autos were very difficult to own in canada generally for quite a long Uh, time generally yes but they put a full-out ban slash buyback and the buyback date or the confiscation date 
is April 30th of 2022. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. And, and how do you define semi-automatic? Because I thought all rifles were... He said handgun. Didn't you say handgun? Uh, no, rifle. Oh, rifles. I, I, I thought, thought all rifles were semi-automatic. In were banned in Canada. I'm sorry. That's what I misunderstood you. Uh, you... I thought I heard handgun, and I was just, you didn't say it. So, yeah, it was handguns that were highly uh, unavailable in in Canada. Rifles have been available with restrictions, as I understand it. Now you're saying private ownership of any any semi-automatic rifle in Canada will be illegal come this April? Yes. And up until this point, they've had about a 0.2% turn-in. (laughs) lots of boating accidents huh yes yes very many wow that's really scary well like i said before new zealand australia uh comparing them to canada they also have the same problem there's not a whole lot of guns around available to those people and it i mean it really makes a difference this is why it's the second uh uh, freedom in this country uh that uh that the right to bear arms Uh, and that's why it's so important that's why it's number two and the, and when Absolutely. you take the guns away from the people, uh, the governments can just trample all over them. So are there going to be guns that will still be legal after this April? Uh, I'm not sure on that. I think maybe lever actions or bolt actions. Mm-hmm. It could be a similar thing to Australia. Mm-hmm. What they've done, I know uh, they had a mass shooting uh, in, uh, gosh dang, what was the province? It was up in Nova Scotia. Uh, where the guy went around and broke into people's homes and shot them and shot four or five Mounties up there. When, when was and this? And after that happened, uh, it was in 2020. Well, I, I didn't hear about this. Um, I, I forget the exact name of the uh, the location where it happened. I know it was in Nova Scotia. And so they and after this, and, they started cracking down. Yes. Yeah, they they used this mass shooting in particular because there was a bunch of federal authorities that got shot in that instance to crack down and put in a full-on ban on semi-automatic rifles. According to the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, which is like the FBI basically in, in Canada as I understand it, on May 1st, 2020, the government of Canada has prohibited nine types of firearms by make and model and their variants and firearms with a bore of 20 millimeter or greater, and those firearms capable of discharging a projectile with a muzzle energy greater than 10,000 joules, and the upper receivers of M16, AR-10, AR-15, and M4 pattern firearms. And then they give uh, some details about that. But there are nine types of firearms that are now prohibited, including the M16, AR-10, AR-15 rifles, and M4 carbine, Ruger Mini-14, the M14 rifle, VZ-58, uh, Robinson Armament XCR, CZ Scorpion EVO3, Beretta CX4, Sig Sauer, a couple things there, Swiss Arms, etc. So there's there's some very specific guns that have been prohibited. And then, as I mentioned, the, uh, the anything that discharges projectiles with more than 10,000 joules of energy. Uh, an amnesty order is in effect until April 30th, 2022, to protect individuals who were in legal possession of one or more of these newly prohibited firearms or devices on the day the amendments came into force, which was May 1st of 2020, from criminal liability for unlawful possession. It also provides gun owners with the time to come into compliance with the law 
Government officials are currently in the process of refining requirements and developing program design and implementations for a buyback program. Further information will be communicated in due course. Until that program is implemented, anyone who possesses a newly prohibited firearm must ensure it's securely stored in accordance with the storage requirements. These firearms cannot be legally used, sold, or imported, and can only be transported or transferred within Canada under certain conditions as provided in the amnesty, such as deactivating the firearm or returning the firearm to the residence of the lawful owner. If you relinquish a newly prohibited firearm or device before the implementation of the buyback program, you won't be eligible for compensation. So so is, am I understanding correctly that th- these, these weapons are going to be grandfathered in if, if they get them before the date? That's what I'm not real clear on at this point. I don't think there was a grandfather. Hmm. Because it, I, I, that won't get paid if they, if they wait until after the date, but it, I'm not clear whether they'll be able to keep them or not, which that wouldn't make any sense. And I don't know why the politicians would even put that clause in there because yeah. they don't want them to keep them. Right. Yeah, that's not clear to me either. It just says effective immediately. Owners of newly prohibited firearms and devices are to keep them securely stored right. in accordance with their previous classification. So you can't sell them. You can't buy them again. You can't, give, you you can't, can't even give them, them away. You can use it, but you, can, you can cannot you, use them. But can you own them? That's what's not clear. Huh. At least at my initial read through this, which, you know, government legalese is not my specialty. So it's... Well, regardless, it's effed up. Yep. It's straight, screwed up, and I don't know why people are putting up with it. Absolutely. Uh, Jared, thanks for bringing that up to us uh, tonight. Anything else you want to share? Uh, no, that would be all. all Thank right. you, gentlemen. Appreciate the call tonight. Care, if you're man. up in the Canada and you know, because again, he was just calling from Oklahoma. So if you're up there in Canada, you're a gun owner and you have obviously availed yourself of, I presume, these various different threats by the government gang there and you want to clue us in on exactly how will this affect uh, people who already have these devices? Are they going to be forced to relinquish them? It's just not clear to me at this point, but again, if you want to weigh in, the number is 603-283-6160. By the way, I did uh, go to good old Facebag, Facebook, mm-hmm. and uh, checked out the People's Convoy there, the official People's Convoy. Uh, 148,000 members in the last in less than 30 days, okay. and uh, there are these posts are heavily commented on. I mean, thousands of comments. Uh, they've got maps. Of of the, what oh, yeah, it's all of, of the routes that they're going to be taken to, to all emerge mm-hmm. right there at DC. Uh, it, it, this is a well traveled uh, uh, web page, uh, uh, group, so maybe it's legit. Maybe. All right, a little bit more here on the firearm prohibition. According to this info, a firearm uh, exceptions are included under the amnesty order to allow for the continued use of the newly prohibited firearms if previously non-restricted, by individuals who hunt or trap to sustain themselves or their families, and by indigenous persons exercising aboriginal or treaty rights to hunt, at the end of the amnesty period, all firearm owners must comply with the new law. But again, what is the new law? If you can, can you keep them or not? I don't know. I mean, so they say you can't use them. You can't sell them. You can't give them away. You can't get any compensation from the government to, right. if, you, if you sell them back. But can you own the gun? And what does it mean to be self-sustaining? Good question. 
I'm just filling my freezer full of beer, a uh, deer every year. But I've, you know, I have a grocery store right down the road. Is that, is that going to disqualify me because I have access to a to a store? Yeah, it does sound like uh, the Australian situation where some rifles are allowed to be in the the possession of farmers or whatever. Yeah, to hunt, hunt rats, hunt varmints, hunt or whatever kangaroo or whatever they yeah. whatever they have over there. So it does sound really really bad. And apparently, like he said, that's coming up. That amnesty period or whatever is going to end on April. 30th you know I, I i usually comment on places like california for people to get the hell up out of there california's a lost cause mm-hmm. but i feel i can't say that about canada it's a beautiful it's a beautiful country it's got some really nice people well if they don't I, secede I, then I, it's I, a lost cause but i mean how i can't what am i going to say to these what i'm going to say to these people who are who want the, you know, these truckers and mm-hmm. these gun owners i can't say leave canada i could say it leave canada and go move to new hampshire all right if well, you're a freedom-loving libertarian voluntarist type get to new hampshire and like marry somebody here you know? or, or bring your well, or bring your significant other with you to New Hampshire. Well, then it'd be harder to probably probably immigrate if you have a significant other. Then you have to like apply for the federal government. They've got like a lottery or you can't whatever. Just, Canadians have to go through all that red tape too. They can't just oh, come, come so. on over. Yeah, it ain't it ain't easy to move to New to the uh, the United States. They blend right on in. You can't tell. Yeah. Hey, they have their ways. Uh, all right, more coming up here. Hour two's next. You can join us. It's Free Talk Live. Join liberty-minded voluntarists, anarchists, and libertarians from June 27th through July 3rd for the 6th Annual ForkFest at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. ForkFest is a fork of the Porcupine Freedom Festival, which sold out for the first time in 2021. ForkFest takes place the week after ForkFest, but ForkFest is decentralized, which means that there's no ticket cost and no one is in charge. All you have to do to join the fun is reserve your camping site, RV site, or motel room with Rogers Campground for June 27th through July 3rd. There's no better place to celebrate Independence Day than around other freedom-loving activists in the Shire. You can find out more at the unofficial website, ForkFest.Party. You can also connect with other attendees on the ForkFest Telegram and Matrix chat rooms, as well as the ForkFest Forum. You can find links to those at ForkFest.Party. We hope to see you there. Forkfest.party. Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In the studio with you tonight, you've got Ian and Conan. You're talking about the Freedom Convoy and the People's Convoy, as it's being called uh, here in the United States. Is this thing for real? I gotta say, I'm a little more convinced now. Apparently, they have a Facebook page or a Facebook group. There's a bunch, by the way, there's more than one. There is the Northeast route. Oh. And then there's the People's Convoy official, which has the. The majority of members, I guess you can join them all if you want. What's you, the Northeast route? People coming from New England? Is that what that is? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It, it going down. Exactly. I see. I see. Where do you find that one? I just I just searched People's Convoy and a, and a whole bunch of options I came see. up and I just went with the one with the 148,000 members, including Ted Nugent. Wow. Uh, the Nuge. So. The, Exactly. Looking at this foot, or looking at some footage here that a gentleman named Chris Young has shared. Uh, Brian Brass was streaming live earlier today at Atalanto Stadium or something in California, which is where this thing is supposed to get started tomorrow. 
Uh, and I, like I said, I was skeptical based on the website. Still am skeptical it's a good idea to sign up for this thing. Yeah, don't, don't do uh, that. If you're a driver. But uh, th- this appears to be real. People are appear to be taking this seriously. There are a lot of like supplies. So a bunch of people have brought out what appears to be a lot of foodstuffs. Uh, you know, there's a, a bunch of bags of charcoals here. I mean, th- so these guys are prepared to set up food tents is what it looks like. Uh, just like what we saw in Ottawa, where there was around the clock food tents. Anybody that walked up could get fed. And so that appears to be what is being set up here, and they're going to load it up into at least one big rig. There's a lot of volunteer types hanging around, and this guy that's doing the video says he is amazed at the uh, the level of uh, turnout at this particular staging area. So that is where this thing is supposed to take off from tomorrow morning. And Conan, you're saying there are other routes that are going to be joining in at some point. Obviously, if you're coming from the Northeast, it's not going to take you 10 days to get to D.C. Right. Uh, but the rest of the the, the the group coming from the West Coast is planning on a 10-day ride. Yeah, they, gonna... they have they have routes set up, yeah. opt, optimal routes, where you all get in line with each other mm-hmm. instead of just doing your own thing. So there are de- definitely maps out there on, on this page anyways that, uh, that lay it out. Uh, I'm trying to join the Northeast uh, Truck uh, People's Convoy as we speak. They, it, this page is actually asking questions, so I have to <laughs> I have to figure out their, their to form. prove you're a real person and not a spammer. Exactly. Well, it, it, uh, that and that I'm going to more more than likely support whatever they're doing. There's not- one truck here that's got a huge banner that has been printed out that says People's Convoy 2022. Let's go, Brandon. We will not comply. Uh, support America's truckers, etc. So there's definitely some some pretty serious uh, looks like support brewing for this thing already. So I'm I'm happy to see that uh, because for the last few weeks there's been a lot of talk as far as an American convoy, but not a lot of action. So it looks right. like there may actually be some real real stuff happening. Yeah, especially when you consider that a lot of municipalities and states and whatnot are actually backing off on all of the the mandates mm-hmm. and the vaccine requirements. Um, so that this is the fact that this is still coming up, uh, I, I find it, it feel it, it's good. It I, is good. I, it feels very good to me. And don't forget, there is still the mandate on truck drivers that says that any driver that's crossing international borders in the U.S. has to have a vaccine. Right. So they are still being heavily regulated. And, of course, they are a heavily regulated business in general. I mean, if you're a truck driver, you know how bad the federal government is. You know how evil they are. You know yeah, just, that they Just paying you. for gas. I mean, you, well, you are, you're one of the most hit uh, 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 businesses out there when it comes to uh, government uh, manipulation of the of the economy. Yeah, and the crazy road you know road regulations that just apply to you and the the log re- man uh, the the licensure they get it, the the, yeah. the the having to pay for a you know, specific uh, big rig license. I want to go to Chris. He's calling us from uh, Florida in the Palmetto area. You're on Free Talk Live, Chris. Chris, do we still have you? Chris going once. Chris going twice. I don't know what happened to Chris, but he's Paul gone. Meadows. You know what those are? Yeah, I used to live in Florida, man. <laughs> they're like little little palm trees. They're like yeah, little little, little shrubs. They're like palm tree shrubs, yeah. and they just yeah. and they have and the and the the uh, the stems on those bad boys are sharper than yeah, razors. That's true. I and, remember that. And now. They, and and uh, uh, they got the little spikes on the stems, and they have spikes on the stems, and they yeah. you get caught up in one of those bad boys, you out there playing in the woods and hide and seek or whatever, just yeah. or just running around. Those things will cut you up. They're basically their their swamp shrubs basically they they exist in i they grew they grew as far as i knew they grew everywhere including including cactus by the way i don't think that a lot of people know that uh, that's a that's that was found that's found all over the place but you know what 
I don't miss Florida. Me neither. I the really heat, don't. the humidity, the bugs, and now Palmetto's. I don't miss it. Yeah. New uh, Hampshire. Come to New Hampshire, people. It's great up here. And don't forget the palmetto bugs, which are kind of like roaches, but bigger. Yeah, they look like, they're like <laughs> yeah, but they're, they're like uh, dinosaur uh, roaches. Yeah. They had, the, they had the segments. Haven't seen one of those in a long time nope. now that I've been up nope. here. So. I don't even, I don't There's even, even, not even roaches I don't even here. see roaches up yeah. here. Uh, so I did look a little further here. Actually, Conan, on this uh, Royal Canadian Mounted Police on the topic of the gun seizures that are likely going to be happening there in Canada. The uh, caller that we had in the last hour pointed out that it is going to be illegal come April 30th of this year to possess a number of different firearms. And our question was, based on the wording of this stuff, is it going to still be legal to actually own the firearms, even though you can't use them, even though you can't sell them, even though you can't take them out of the, you know, their safe or whatever? <laughs> take them out of the house. And no, apparently you cannot own these things. According to the, uh, there's actually a notice at the top of the page that I hadn't read. Uh, and the notice here says that the amnesty order protects owners who held a valid registration certificate through april 30th 2020 your options are to wait for further instructions on how to participate in a buyback program have your firearm deactivated by an approved firearms business and advise the registrar of firearms once completed or legally export your firearm in which case you can engage a business with a proper firearm license privilege once exported you are requested to advise the registrar of firearms those are your three options you cannot keep the firearm Canadians, send your rifles to me. <laughs> PM me in the chat. I'll send you my address. All right. So there you go. That's uh, the latest on what's happening in old Canada. It's pretty ugly. But Conan, you wanted to get into a question of realities, differing realities when it comes to not just the truckers, but just in general. Tell the, me about this. These past few years, especially the last two years, I have been very interested in 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 the split the divide that that we can see taking place, not just in this country, but the but all the, all of the world, where you have a and and, and, it, and it's mostly a left versus right divide. But then you have your independents, your individualists uh, on the on the outskirts, mm-hmm. kind of just kind of want to get along, just do their thing and be left alone. But you have this divide, and you and you're hearing about it more and more. The the comment the people who have noticed it. Are, and are commenting on it they're referring to it as two alternate realities hmm. and it's it's and it's not helpful that we had you know 20 years ago 22 years ago we had you know the matrix come out uh, and the uh, and and a, and a lot of people that really hit home with a lot of people and you we're still you know we're using terminologies from that movie to this day red mm-hmm. pill is one of the one of the biggest yeah, yeah that's true and uh and of course the left want red pill back because they say that it was all trans analogy <laughs> the matrix and 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 the, the alt-right stole it co-opted it from from them and they want their red pill back but uh well, guess what you don't you, own you, an idea yeah well and i'm not i'm not giving it to you anyways but um so we've talked about in the in the past weeks we've talked about mass formation mass formation hypnosis or psychosis however you want to go mm-hmm. go at it and i think that uh in my book that is that's probably the answer you have you have you have 30% of the population who are absolutely hypnotized they're asleep at the wheel and they might even be they if this is a simulation uh and it is a simulation but a simulation like the matrix is like mm-hmm. we are actually it's it, a program it's actually a program and we're locked in it we're trapped in it that 30% of hypnotized would be, in fact, the non-player characters, the mm-hmm. NPCs. NPC. And then, of course, 
Forma- mass formation theory says that there is a, also another 30% who are red pill. They're awake. They're they're actively uh, anti woke. It's about an- 30% of uh, Americans who have not gotten a shot. And you've got right? and then you have the uh, and then you have the 40% in the middle who don't have a clue. They don't watch the news. They don't mm-hmm. think on their own. They might also be non-player characters, but they just want to be left alone a lot of the mm-hmm. times. And just they get along. They do things just to get along. And uh, Hold that thought. We're going to continue uh, in moments. Number 603-283-6160. You can weigh in on Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Phone's open here if you want to join the show. The number 603-283-6160. Are there people living in two different realities? You can, uh, we're going to explain that a little bit further here. It's Conan's topic tonight. Ian and Conan in the studio. The number again, 603-283-6160. Also, Bitcoin.com. The reality of Bitcoin is that it is a way out of the system, way out of the banking Very system. hard. Very hard to have your money confiscated from you if they don't have your password. Yep. If they don't have your keys, they can't take your Bitcoins. And those are some of the basics you need to learn about Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, and other cryptocurrencies. If you want to learn the basics, get on over to Bitcoin.com. Click Get Started at the top of the page, and you can do that there. There's some introductory videos. The first one is all three minutes long. So you can get started over there. Just go to Bitcoin.com to do that. Again, that's Bitcoin.com. Plus, if you're not brand new to crypto, they've got a lot of resources over at Bitcoin.com, including their news site over at news.bitcoin.com, updated every single day with fresh stories and headlines and perspectives on the cryptocurrency world. That's news.bitcoin.com. Conan, let's continue with your story. Where, where, by the way, is this being published? This is a substack uh, right. from the Upheaval. Uh, his uh, spe- name is specifically is NS Lions. is written just a couple of days ago. Hmm. And... Um, it's not i don't think he's actually coming at it as two re, two different two alternate realities i'm just saying that that is that's one of the memes that has been floating around there for 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 the last few years at least mm-hmm. uh, including the the hip the hypnism hypnism of the uh, hypnosis of the that is taking place and is affecting many many people um uh and then you have things like the you know you know the milgram experiment where you have uh, the where authority is able to uh, to manipulate people so easily and control them. Mm. It, basically, what I'm trying to understand is what the hell is going on these days. Why why do you have this? Why do you have this divide? And why do you have it? Why are some people uh, so far left that they've they've, they've basically uh, delved into just just uh, lunacy? absolute lunacy the, the things that are being said the uh the ideas that are being spread and the things that they're willing to to go through to 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 uh, uh to meet their 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 end goals is lunacy it's absolutely upside down what world what reality are you living in that you think that this is possible what pipe dreams these pipe dreams that you want to to manipulate or to uh, to upend on all of us. Well, I mean, we would have said that the status viewpoint, or in this case, a leftist status, because there's plenty of status on the right. But you're talking about the lefties specifically. We would Speci- have said, well, absolutely specifically. There are there are nutcases on the right. Yeah, we would have said they, they were but, lunatics before. But what makes this extra crazy is they've turned against even what their own belief systems are. Right. They, so they, like, yeah, they trust the science, and then the next day, the absolute literal next day. 
They're saying, no, we can't trust the science if it actually came from like it's the CDC or the World Health Organization that say something that has conflicted with what they just were saying and spouting 24 hours previously. Or let's be skeptical of corporations. That's their previous message. But not Big Pharma. But not Big Pharma now, who they were previously skeptical of, but now it's totally fine. Let's take their drugs. Oh, yeah. And 20 years ago, the anti-war party, mm-hmm. not even 20 years or 10 years ago. And now I, every time I turn around, you've got some lefty talking about going to war. Yep. To, to, with Russia and or China and or any other country that has been on the list, when as five years ago, 10 years ago, they were out in the streets protesting it or wearing their pink hats. Mm-hmm. And now what has happened? What? What? I, 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 and I'm crazy. not I'm not alone here. This mm-hmm. is people. A lot of people have noticed that uh, uh, that it, it's 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 flipped on its head. And I can't understand why. And this is why I find these types of articles and and or I listen to these you know commentators who who are who, who study this who study the psychology uh, sociology of, the, of 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 what is taking place I do believe uh, that it, it's part of the cycle uh, the 80 year the cycle, 80 year cycle the four generations the the weak men create hard times cycle mm-hmm. and definitely and we are definitely in we 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 had good times. You and I, growing up as as youngsters, we had we lived in the good times. Sure. Even even though our parents were probably off, you know, working forty hours a week and they were never around. Yeah, uh, I, it was different for me because I grew up on a farm and my parents are always around. And if I was seen, then I was getting put to work. So it was different right. for me. But I mean, um, we we had good times, but they're not there anymore. When you look at the inflation and when you look at the uh, the deficit. The debt, the debt, excuse me, well, the deficit as well. Uh, when you look at when you look at the people turning on their uh, the, t- creating dogma where they want to go to war, but they didn't want to go to war five years ago because mm-hmm. I mean, complete, uh, they're completely turned warmonger. It, it, I the the cycle. I've lost my train of thought. Let's well, get right. let's let's get right into this article because this sure. guy he has a new, he has a new theory. It's not really a new theory, but. Um, He's actually he's actually bringing up some older ideas, but he's put he's he's putting them into he's chi- he's put he's he's rotted, he's chiseling them in the, into the stone. He's making right. it easy to understand and easy to digest. His idea is that there are not necessarily two realities. There's only one reality, but you have two different types, two different types of people. So let's first identify and categorize two classes of people in society who we can say tend to navigate and interact with the world in fundamentally different ways. Mm. The first is a class that has been a part of human civilization for a really long time. These are the people who work primarily in the real physical world. Maybe they work directly with their hands like a carpenter or a mechanic or a Mm -hmm. farmer, or maybe they are only one step away. They own or manage a business where they organize and direct employees who work with their hands and buy or sell or move things around in the real world. I want to say, God has blessed those people. Thank goodness for absolutely them. all those truckers. Yeah. These are these are the these are the types that he's talking about. Like a transport logistics company, maybe this class necessarily works in a physical location, location, or they own or operate physical assets that are central to their trade. Mm-hmm. The second class is different. It is, relatively speaking, a new civilizational civilizational (laughs) innovation. This group is the thinking classes. They don't interact much with the physical world directly. They are handlers of knowledge. They work with information, which might be digital or analog, numerical or narrative. But in all cases, it exists at a level of abstraction from the real world. Manipulation and distribution. 
distribution of this information can influence the real world, but only through informational chains that passes directives to agents that can themselves act in the physical world. It's a bit like a software program that tends to command or, or that sends commands to a robot arm or an assembly line. To mm-hmm. facilitate this, they build and manage abstract institutions and systems of organizational communication as means of control. Individuals in this class usually occupy middle links in these informational chains in which they neither neither the inputs nor the outputs in their role has any direct relationship with or impact on the physical world. They are informational middlemen. This class can therefore do their job almost entirely from a laptop by email or a virtual Zoom meeting mm-hmm. and has recently realized that they don't they don't even need to be sitting in an office cubicle while they do it. Right. This is as uh, is mentioned it's a it's a new phenomenon sure this didn't exist 100 years, years ago. ago yeah um and the problem with this new oh and let me, let me let me wrap it up for our purposes here let's call these two classes the physicals and the virtuals we're going to dig deeper into this coming up here uh, the number is 603-283-6160 What does that mean? We'll uh, further investigate here on Free Talk Live, and you're welcome to share your thoughts with us. Free Talk Live. Phones open if you want to join the show. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In the studio here tonight, you've got Ian. Dan Conan. I want to apologize to Dan there, who just called Dan, up. call back. I think that's him. I think we, I think, uh, we might have him back here. Uh, Dan in Michigan, who I accidentally hung up the phone. I, I pressed the hold button, so I don't know what the hell happened there. Um, Gremlins. Sort of some sort of quirk in the system glitch ian and conan in the studio the number 603-283-6160 we're going to talk about the physicals versus the virtuals coming up here two different classes the split uh, the conan- split in this country the main one all you have to do is look at a map of voting of voters and how people vote you got the cities in this country voting one way, mm-hmm. and you have everyone living out in the country voting another but way. But that's always been true. But there's no one has ever really... They've always said it was the red versus the blue. What if mm-hmm. it's something different? I want to get into it coming up here, but first, uh, let's go to it. I think this... Is this Dan? Do we have Dan back? Yeah, yeah this is me. All right. Sorry about that, Dan. Calling from Michigan. What's uh, on your mind tonight? Um, I'm nervous, though. Bear with me. Go ahead, man. It's all Take good. It easy. All right. Um, Like how the... The, the governments around the world are cracking down on people with, you know, their dictations and all that crap. Yep. Well, I study Bible prophecy. I'm not an expert. I'm not a preacher. But it looks to me just like some interpretations I've heard with this ministry. And they seem to be dead on with the politics and religion aspect of what's happening. And like it's prophesied about an entire world government, you know, the European Union and, and the four other kings and the ten horns and all that. And then it and then it turns into a dictatorship with the Antichrist heading like the UN, so to speak. It's already heading that way. And it looks real. And then I can relate to Conan. It's like an unreal I'm looking at a 
it's weird from my perspective. I got to hang up. I'm super nervous. Oh, man, don't hang up. Dan, you're doing good, man. You're all right. You, I, we understand everything you said. Oh. Hey, listen, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let you think for a second. Uh, as far as Bible prophecy, uh, you got to be real careful because they've been, oh, you, yeah. you have men, men who have been prophesizing oh. the end of the world since, since zero yeah. since jesus yeah. right every every generation has claimed that the that the end of the world the antichrist was coming at the end of the world was right around the corner sure and that we're going to have the rapture we're all going to go to heaven since jesus and so and none of yeah, them have yeah. got it right you know what you know what he said he says none of you know the, the date, the, the date. Yeah. so stop even thinking about it stop troubling yourself trying to figure out the date because none of you know it and none of you are ever going to know it yeah whether or not it's the bible I, I, prophecy or not i mean it's just it's bad whatever is going on right it, now yeah, is absolutely bad news i'm down for the freedom movement like if the truckers come through michigan which is a lot of them probably would i'm going to join in the line for you know some you know for tell ann arbor or something good on you if I got gas, I'll go. <laughs> but I'm not going to Washington. Or uh, yeah, that and seems like suicide. Yeah, whatever you do, don't go in the damn building. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the closest they're going to come as far as the official uh, route that they have as far as to Michigan is going to be Indianapolis and Ohio. They're not going to be yeah. dipping up to uh, to Michigan on the official route. So you might need to Wonder- travel a little bit to uh, to link up with them. My neighbor's a trucker, and if he's, if he's going to join... I'm going to see if I can ride with him, but his truck broke down, so I don't know if he's going to be able to. Yeah. Maybe yeah. by the time they get here, he'll have his truck back. Well, but. you've got, uh, let's see, it looks like about seven days until they're going to be in your yeah. neighborhood. So uh, yeah. there They've you go. they had his truck in the shop, so maybe he will. Dan, I just want to say thanks right. for the call. You did great, man. I appreciate uh, hearing from you tonight. Let's go to William in California. You're on Free Talk Live. William. Yes, sir. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. I have a Facebook page called San Diego County Probate Court Corruption. All right. Um, I think we have a crooked judge down here, Boswick. Uh, He's trying to evict me from a property in uh, the 92117 area code that uh, is supposed to be mine free and clear through a a family trust. Mm -hmm. And what's his argument in in the state's favor? What What are their... What are, what well, is he actually argument? scratched my name off an, uh, uh, an order evicting me. It's on my Facebook page, and I also have San Diego County Probate Court Corruption dot com with hyphens or underscores, not uh, spaces. Mm-hmm. Who is and evicting you? The city? Case. Pardon me? Who is evicting you? Well, no one got evicted. I've gained access and established residency on this property. You'll see my garage door if you go to the Facebook page. Uh, we got over a million dollars missing from the sale of my house. We have a dead trustee paying the property taxes. Uh, the DA isn't going to do anything. And um, they've already got 12 felony convictions on my aunt, uh, November 30th. Now, before you go on, it sounds like you've got a lot, uh, a lot going on here. When you say you've established residency, you've gained access. Does that mean that this was property owned by someone else and you've... Well, you've... right now it's in the... Right now, the dead trustee is managing it. Okay, but so, I'm not real clear on what, what that means. Was this your property, or did you move into I'm supposed it? To in, I'm supposed to inherit, inherit it free and clear. Okay. According but to this trust? Of, 
there's a yes, there's a cabal of lawyers that have managed to uh, manipulate this uh, judge. It looks like the FBI has been investigating. And hold on, before you go on, on whose behalf are these lawyers operating? On behalf of themselves, they have a million dollars missing, unaccounted for. A dead trustee has paid the property taxes, and the judge isn't going to force any of the rules when you go down to probate court, Department 504. Okay, but I'm still unclear. Why do these lawyers care about this property? What property is it? Is it an office building? Is it a uh, home? There's five properties involved to begin with. Mm -hmm. Basically, they're single-family residences. Okay. That have been paid off like since the seventies, and these these homes are owned by a trust. Uh, yeah, technically they've gone through a. When my father died, there's two. The, the the assets are supposed to separate into a survivor's trust and an exemption trust, and I'm the sole beneficiary of the exemption trust. Okay. Now I have sold one house, so I have a basically a war chest to fight these guys. Mm. All right, but. It's uh, if you go down there, you can't. I don't believe I can even find a, a decent lawyer in San Diego County, so I'm doing it myself. I've had some help from uh, actually a school teacher in Oregon that does a virtual um, law practice, and uh, she. Yeah, it sucks when uh, all the attorneys seem to be allied against you. I mean, you you know, it's a, it's a good old boys well, club for sure. Well, the judge yeah, is just the, a he's failed one attorney. He's one of them. Yeah. Did you say a right. failed and, attorney? Yeah. I don't know how. I don't know how big this goes. I just want to draw attention to it. I'm going to add more stuff to my Facebook page, and um, I'm going to I'm going to dump a lot of paperwork on all these guys and expose them because I can't leave. Um, the DA has sent the the mental police here one day because I I harassed the DA's office like send them ACDC problem child, you know, and I um, I might bitch at everybody every lawyer overnight except the lawyer of the office that is directly dealing with me. I do all kinds of things. It's a, wow. We're at war here. So, uh, but wow. just be aware in San Diego County that there's a probate court corruption, and I, I guess it's my calling right now. Well, I suspect that it's true in a lot of places. I mean, there's, you just happen to have un- uncovered it where you live. There's corruption all over the place. I mean, that's what happens with power is power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. So... Uh, it sounds like a really complicated case. You said this. Uh, the website is San Diego County Probate Court Corruption dot com, all with hyphens uh, between them. I did find the yeah, this and, underscores, underscores, capital letters, and then the Facebook page, San Diego County Probate Court Corruption. All right. So and people that wanted to uh, dig a little deeper on your case can uh, can go and check that out. I wish you the best. Sure. Thank you for the call tonight, William. Sounds like a complicated case. Yeah. Uh, but, th- you know, that's that's what sucks, man, is when you get deep into these legal issues, it's hard to explain it to, you know, just somebody who's a passerby. Especially on when it comes to real estate, and it was yeah. from someone who had a messed up will. Yeah, no good. Uh, we got more coming up. Your calls and thoughts are welcome. Plus, we'll get back into the two realities coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Yeah! Yep, it's Free Talk Live. The number to join us here, 603-283-6160. Want to get deeper into Conan's topic about the physicals versus the virtuals. We'll get into that coming up here. But your calls and thoughts come first, 603-283-6160. 
Also want to say thanks to Ron Dinian, who is a member of our Patreon, the Free Talk Live AMPS Patreon. AMPS stands for Advertise, Market, Promote, and Support. It is a way for you to help us do this thing that we do on as many radio stations as we can. We've got over 190 great radio stations across the United States that air this show at various different times throughout the week. And we can have more than that. We can have 250, 300. It is possible, but it does take some time. It does take some money. It does take some effort, and you can help us with the money part. So uh, head over to amps.freetalklive.com. You can join like Ron did. Ron is a silver-level supporter over at amps.freetalklive.com. You get some cool perks. You get some bennies. amps.freetalklive.com. To Sarah on the line in New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live. Um. Yes, I just want to mention that here in Albuquerque, we had the record-breaking um, pedestrian fatalities last year. Man, you'd think the pedestrians would learn to look both ways. Record-breaking where? Like the whole the whole country? No, uh, or yeah. just the state? No, the, the state of Albuquerque. So whatever the, the record was, it, 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 it's Sarah's world. It is. Everything revolves around <laughs> Albuquerque. All is Albuquerque now. All the planets revolve around <laughs> albuquerque well um well i mean i don't really go anywhere i don't have much money and um, i don't really want to go anywhere um since i've gotten older i'm 52 now mm-hmm. so i'm pretty much settled in so but if they killed 99 pedestrians it was 10 more people on top of that so i i don't know so hold on. Exactly. would you say that was in one year yeah, in one year, the whole state of New Mexico, we usually kill about 93, 97. So and how much of that is big. Albuquerque? Albuquerque was 47. So in other words, in this area, they actually struck, look at this, 352 pedestrians that mm-hmm. got hurt. Uh-huh. Out of that, 47 were killed, and I think 25 was just left left to die so you're saying about half you're saying 47 out of 90 some pedestrians so about half the pedestrians in the entire state were killed in albuquerque right yeah it's it's the mostly highly bernalillo county is like the most um densely populated why is it that the albuquerque pedestrians are just so much dumber than the the rest of the state they finally figured out it's the bad drivers. I mean, they make mistakes, but the the drivers got used to driving in I the mean, COVID virus. See, here's the thing I, I mean, just they, don't understand kind of is uh, if you're a pedestrian, you can be aware of where the cars are and you cannot be standing in front of them generally unless we're talking about cars that are like swinging off the road and running up on the sidewalk and, and killing people that way. But I'm sure you don't have the details on how these 47 people were killed because they're all probably various different ways. Well, most of them, they're doing speed crackdowns, they're running red lights. What, 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 the, what it is is that people got used to driving with nobody on the road, speeding and then carrying on, doing whatever they want. Oh, like Sarah, you were home. calling about the exact same thing before COVID. You Two, three, four years ago when you were calling this show every night, complaining about the traffic situation, complaining about the danger to pedestrians, you right. were saying the same stuff then. So it's no different now than it ever was. I mean, if anything, maybe the pedestrians aren't paying enough attention because they got a mask on their face and it's harder for them to, you know, they're always messing with the mask and so they're not thinking about the cars. I don't know what the reason is, but it seems to me as a pedestrian, as somebody who has done uh, his share of walking and crossing roads 
that it's relatively easy to not get hit by a car. This is true. I, I, I you know what? I think. Running the red light. If you're running the red light at 50 miles per hour while you're drunk, or like many of the drivers do here, and they got worse because there was nobody on the street. Well, well that's. I'm not saying this. The police department is saying this. They well, got I don't trust the police. Careless driving. I don't. I don't believe what the police say. But if I'm going to cross the street at a red light or wherever, I'm going to look first, and I'm going to say. Is that person speeding up? Yes, exactly. <laughs> or is that person well, yeah, actually coming to a stop? You know what? I don't trust crosswalks. I don't trust drivers. Well, yeah. Exactly. And, well, that's, yeah, and that I is mean, my uh, mindset when I cross anything. Yeah. Right. Be that's careful. true. That's why you guys are alive and so am I because I make sure that I don't So care you're saying the pedestrians life. are dumb, right? You're saying they're just, they deserve it almost. Sarah, there's a thing that's called Darwin's Law. <laughs> and this is a good thing. Maybe we didn't need these. I'm sorry that they went the way that they did, but the 40, was it 47? 47 of them. That's 47 Neanderthals <laughs> that we don't have to worry about anymore. NPCs. Now, now here, now, exactly. Now, now, this is what, this is where I would be bothered. Thank you, Sarah, for the call. Were that. these actually people crossing the road or were they in fact like bicyclists who were, mm. who were part, who are actually vehicles? Are those considered pedestrians? I don't, I, think I don't so. know. I don't, I don't know. I, I would like to see those numbers as well, because those are the people who get smoked. Yeah, because they're just on the side of the road, and then somebody's not paying attention, and then they Correct. get clipped. And also motorcyclists. Mm-hmm. They get clipped a lot, yeah. too. And that, because, because, I mean, a lot of people, and a lot of people don't realize this, a bicyclist on the road, he has the right of way. You mm-hmm. can't, you can't speed by him at 50 miles an hour without doing it safely. Uh, and this is why, and this is why you'll have some bicyclists who will actually r- drive right in the center of the road, so you can't get around them easily. And then some people they hug the the edge of the road, you know, right there where the the, the nasty uh, cracks and hole, potholes are, and then they end up falling. That's hard. It's, it's hard. hard to deal with that. Uh, uh, Twenty thirteen, only seven New Mexico cyclists were killed. Hmm. So and that's the latest number I could pull up here in a quick search. Well, I so. know when I'm when I'm biking around town, I'm also very careful, very leery. Uh, of the of the, uh, the, cars the, of the, of the crazy people out yeah. there, and uh, I will say one thing about uh, the city of Keene: we have an awful lot of crosswalks mm-hmm. and rules and yeah. signs and all this nonsense. And we have at least I don't know, at least I, I, I'm sure it's way down this year the popu- the student population, but we have at least three thousand students. Right, and it's it's always really concerned me that you have these young kids who are. Who, who were coming from wherever and then they learn to traverse these crosswalks and they and they and i think it's law here in in, uh, in new, new hampshire, hampshire that you have to stop for the pedestrian correct At a it, is, it doesn't matter if you're a three-ton rig mm-hmm. uh you have to come to a full complete stop for some dumbass who who's just you know uh, oh it gets me who's when not you, even when looking you, when you have a eight yeah exactly they're they're they're, they're buried in their damn iphone yeah. they're not they don't have any uh, inclination of anything that's going around right. them, and they just barrel right on across the road. Oh yeah, I've seen it. And it's like, man, you're going to go anywhere. You're going to go to Albuquerque up for a little for the, for a visit to, to 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 visit Sarah, and you could get smoked because that's not how the the rest of the world operates. You can't just you can't just barrel across the road like that. It's not it's not a safe zone. It is not a impenetrable safe zone that's going to protect you from everything and anything. Looks like uh, according to the New Hampshire. Injury Law blog in 2020, 16 New Hampshire pedestrians died, and uh, 2021 only seven. Huh. Well, I don't know if that's that was. Yeah, well, yeah but yeah, but no one was walking around. No one was leaving the house 
in 2021. Yeah, true. I want to see what this year's numbers are. That's too soon. I mean, it's only February. Well, they can they can do a six month <laughs> r- roundup. Except we're not even in this. We're not even finished with the second month, are we? We're going to continue here, uh, Conan. You were telling us about the physicals versus the virtuals. Yeah, not nece- is this really the divide? Yeah, this author is not necessarily saying there are two alternate realities, but he's mm-hmm. definitely saying there is a class divide. Hmm. There are uh, the doers. And then there are the, the ones th- that get their hands dirty. And then there are the thinkers. Mm-hmm. And and you can't you cannot deny it. These two types, these two classes, they vote differently. They have different ideas on on how uh, the world rotates, the mm-hmm. world operates. Uh, sadly, and we've seen we're seeing this. And by the way, this article is written in response to the honking. Mm. Uh, sadly, some of the doers. Because I think that he somewhere in here he, he adds the police into the doer list, the mm. the physical list, and I'm and it's sad, but not enough police cops have quit their jobs in response to a lot of the dictatorships that are uh, taking place. No, they're right out there enforcing whatever the hell they're January, told to do. January sixth, prime example. You have a lot of I I I have no doubt a lot of National Guard uh, who were creating blockades uh, who vote a certain way. Mm-hmm. But they were right out there uh, doing what they're told. doing what they're doing what they're told. A lot of these mounted uh, uh, cops, what do they call Mounties? What do yeah, they call Canadian, Canadians? Royal, Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Uh, I'm I'm sure that a lot of them are are kind of right wing conservative types. Mm. I think, but I might be. Well, that doesn't mean they agree with freedom. That's and that's the problem. Obviously, they're not right wing enough. But I do know that they're you know these bootlickers. Uh, they're going to be a big part of the problem when it come, when it hits the fan. I want to talk more about it coming up here. The number is 603-283-6160. Hour number three is on the way, and we got plenty of time for you. You can bring up anything that is on your mind. Is this really the divide between people? Is it the people that get their hands dirty and those that don't? I don't know if I agree with, the, uh, with that perspective. It's got holes. But we'll talk about it. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, phones open, you can join us here, kicking off the third hour of the program. The number is 603-283-6160, that's 603-283-6160. With you tonight, it's Ian. And Conan. We're talking about the physicals versus the virtuals, and I want to continue that conversation on the way. We'll recap for those of you just tuning in what that means. Two different types of people. Two different, two different classes of, of mankind. But is it that simple? Well, well, we'll dig in further and find out. But first, we're going to go to your phone calls and thoughts. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Plus, we got a clip of Bill Gates, who is admitting that he's very sad about something. We'll explain what that is. What could make someone a humanitarian, uh, <laughs> so-called. Meg- so-called megalomaniac like Bill Gates? What could make him sad? Yeah, we'll find out. Coming up here in a bit. But first, Jessica is on the line calling us from Missouri. Jessica, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Conan. Yeah, well, thank you for taking my call. Certainly. It's like I, um, I want to know when the American people, the electorate, essentially, the um, people that vote, are going to get it, that there's no real difference between the policies of the Democrats and the Republicans. With each passing administration, like 
Bush had the Patriot Act, you know, which was authoritarian in nature. Mm-hmm. It's like Obama railed against it. When Obama got in, he put in Patriot Two, which was an augmentation of the first one. Mm-hmm. It's like Trump got in, he didn't repeal anything. Nope. Nope. You know, um, no, they um, all just Obama continue on the policies of their predecessors with very minimal uh, changes. The power builds on power and power increases and they all scratch each other's backs. And, you know, you even see them when they have their inaugurations and the previous presidents are there. They're all, you know, they're all kissing and hugging and, and loving on each other. I mean, it's it's a good old boys club and you're not in it. Yeah, but the thing is that, that the, you know, all the... And with each passing administration, doesn't matter if it's Democrat or Republican, it's like the um, the the size, scope, power of government gets enhanced and increased yep. at the expense of the liberty and privacy of the citizens. Absolutely. Like, why don't people get it that they're going to go to the polls this year and get rid of the Democrats and put the Republicans in? Yep. Yep. The Republicans aren't going to save the day. That isn't going to happen. Never have. Why don't people get it? Why don't they turn into anarchists like I am? It's like it would be so much nicer that way. Oh, you see, because the media has been saying for their whole lives that anarchists are bomb throwers and anarchism is violence. And so, therefore, they would never consider doing anything like that. Yeah, don't use that in in polite company. Voluntarist or free market capitalist or anything else, because the anarchist label has been smeared and been run through the mud uh, I don't even tell people that anymore because it's because it because they have a different idea of what it means. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I they they have they have the idea of the lie the mainstream media morons told them. Yeah, I got that. And that's and that's I why you're asking public much either. You're asking when these people will wake up. They're not going to never never uh, not until yeah, we as human beings so. evolve past all of this. Well, if, right now there's too many there are too many humans too many people who are dependent on on being ruled uh, they they love their their uh their governments they love their masters they love their masters and they cannot they they would rather not wake up in the morning and not know what to do with themselves they would rather have yeah, someone tell them people, most people have a yearning to be free no, i don't know no, i don't, I think, don't so. think so that's something that doesn't exist with this this Jessica, that's that's the thing. I used to feel like that a long time ago. You know, maybe in the early years of this show, I really thought that everyone was a libertarian. They just didn't know it yet. And I've I've shifted in my belief on that, especially during the COVID. the COVID thing. Really hammered it home for me uh, that that people actually, by and large, do want to be told what to do. Yes. They do want to have a, a master. It's to easy. Make them it's feel, easier to make them feel secure, like cattle. You know, they want to be led. They want to have somebody who they can look up. To. They want to be safe. Yeah, that's what they want to, they and, want to feel safe. And guess what? L- m- most often, cattle mm-hmm. are very safe. Right up until right 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 yeah. they get slaughtered. Gonna turn, we're going to turn into Soviet Russia in a, another couple decades. Yeah. I like not decades. I'm th- we're there. We're right. Well, it's right yeah, around the corner. And, me- and meanwhile, Russia's doing great. <laughs> well. I don't wouldn't say yeah, we're so there China. yet, but the Communist Manifesto has been implemented like eight of the ten planks or whatever here Absolutely. in the U.S. Absolutely, I mean, take, it is take pretty the bad. kids and, they, the, and, and, and the kids. This is why, Jessica, we are constantly advocating for the migration of liberty-loving people, people who do understand to come to the same geographic place, because there is no way we're going to convince our neighbors that freedom works 
unless we have a large enough numbers. And actually, Jeremy Kaufman was making this point on Free State Live, which is the Free State Project's weekly show that they're doing on Monday nights. I was listening to it today. Uh, the archive, and he's making the point that most people just want to go along to get along, and I think you touched on this earlier. Forty percent, forty percent. That's what most people do. They just want to feel like they're in in the in crowd, right? They're they're, they're what their views are are popular, and if the views that are popular change, they'll change their views because they just want to go along to get along. So if we can create a place where liberty is heard. Where liberty is con- common in the conversation, where there's people everywhere who are advocating for the ideas of freedom, whether it's in politics or on uh, mainstream media or you know just at their local church or wherever, they hear other opinions. Yeah, but wait a minute. Isn't, isn't New Hampshire right now somewhat authoritarian? I mean, it's more All states authoritarian are. All with states. regard to the COVID than Florida is. I mean, no, you know? not right now. No, not at all. Uh, New Hampshire's pretty uh, pretty laid back generally. There's a couple of towns that had a mask mandate. Uh, I think Nashville might still have one, but Keene just repealed its mandate. But there was no punishment whatsoever. The police in Keene were refusing to enforce it. Uh, so, no, New Hampshire is definitely the freest state of all the states. Yeah, you might be uh, confusing us with one of our neighbors, Massachusetts, oh, Vermont, yeah. Maine, <laughs> New York especially. Yeah, uh, they get the bad rap. Meanwhile, just New England at- sucks, except for New Hampshire. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the the whole point is because people are they just want to go along to get along. They will go and adhere to whatever it is that appears to be the popular thing. And so if we can make liberty popular in one place, one little place, which is New Hampshire is a small place, then maybe we actually have a chance of getting the go along to get alongs on our side. And that's what it's going to take. We've got to have enough people to get the to, ball rolling to make freedom popular. And it only takes like five between five and fifteen percent to get the ball rolling, and We're, everyone will march step. And then and those thirty percent that I the NPCs that I have a problem with, mm-hmm. they'll likely move out. A lot of them have because they because they want their gov- they want their their safety they, they want their, their social security uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. And they'll if they can't have it, they'll just move out. And you know what? That's all right with me, Jessica. I would recommend. You know what? Go no. ahead. The, the entitlements only entitle you to abject poverty. That's that's it. Yeah, that's you right. Know, as, long as, as, long as, as long as 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 long as there's someone else's money, it'll work just fine. The entitlements until that money is used up, and then what are you going to do? Here's what I'd recommend that you do, Jessica: is check out the Free State Project over at freestateproject.org. And they've got an event coming up that's sold out uh, that's coming up in like two weeks. That's called the Liberty Forum. You're not going to be able to go to that this year because it's sold out. But the Porcupine Freedom Festival is still not sold out, but it will be soon for the summertime. Come on up and meet the community of liberty-loving people. If you describe yourself as a voluntarist or an anarchist or a libertarian, there is no better place. This is the libertarian homeland, and it is, it's it's crystal clear already how effective the community has been here. If you haven't looked into it, you really owe it to yourself uh, to find out about what's going on here because it's something special. Jessica, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Yeah, I mean, there's I'm, if there's a better option out there, I want to hear about it. But I've been asking for that for years, and no one has provided it. Hey, so. you, hey, we're, buddy, we're friends with Mark. Mark mm-hmm. is out, actually out there physically yep. looking for better options, and I don't. And he's not getting anywhere. He's trying to make one now, from what I understand. I make an island. Yeah, well, there's an island that exists, <laughs> and from what I understand, he's pl- he's planning on like building condos or something to uh, <laughs> to get people to move down. Mark there. Edge, man, I'm telling you, I wish him the best. I, I mean, I hope that it works. I, yeah. I'd love to hear that it's a success. Oh. We'll see. Hey, the infrastructure. Infrastructure's already built here. Yeah. Oh, and they're building like you wouldn't believe. 
It's, I, the, sure. the, the sad, the sad part about this argument moving here to New Hampshire is real estate sucks right now. But it sucks most places. Yeah, well, except sure. except the big nasty cities where people are fleeing like rats from sinking ships. You can still get a mansion here for the cost of a shack yeah. in San Francisco. Exactly. Uh, there's more coming up here. This is Free Talk Live. here. The phone number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. We were just talking with a lady that was an anarchist, self-described anarchist, and frustrated with the fact that the Republicans and Democrats never seem to figure out that they're just two sides of the The same same coin. Evil, big government, statist coin. And it doesn't seem to matter how many damn elections we go through that, that just makes it crystal clear that they have the exact same policies. They've got the exact same corporate benefactors, you know, the big bankers and all these cats. Yeah, it's just a pendulum swinging back and forth. Right. You know, the left the, the left get power one year, and two years later or four years later, goes to the other side, the right get power and they... Don't get anything done? Well, or, they do get things done. They take freedom, freedom away. They yeah, take but they, freedom. But, but they do it a little bit slower than, say, the Democrats would. Well, they take different freedoms, so, you know, a little different here and there. But regardless, people never seem to figure it out. So the only solution, again, is to have people come together into one place geographically. And I mentioned the Porcupine Freedom Festival. That is coming up in the summertime. Actually, it's like just the week before summer. So the very last week, usually, of springtime, uh, late June is when that happens and it is almost sold out and normally the porcupine freedom festival tickets don't even go on sale it's february until March. yeah yeah it's almost sold out conan it was a sellout event last year for the first time ever and it's going to happen again this that's year. that's a big ass campground sold out. the campground itself is already sold out you cannot get a campsite whoa, 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 whoa. all right so usually we are the only ones who really porcupines are, the, are you really the only ones who camp there during this week and i think they choose a particular week during the year which is not you know stamping on someone else's party mm-hmm. so you're saying that the entire campgrounds have been filled by sold porcupines out. sold out yeah sold out and is that every is, rv site every campsite sold out that's music to my ears it's, it's sad that it's sad that it's there's not going to be options available for the, the latecomers but it's, sorry no there are still some options i'll say this uh so the tickets are not sold out they're over 80 percent sold out so that's gonna sell it's gonna be done it's gonna be sold out and that's gonna be the end of it uh, but for right now, you can still get a Porcupine Freedom Festival ticket. It's just that you won't be able to get a campsite for yourself. Now, if you're if you're smart about it, you connect to the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Like I think they got a Telegram chat, and there's some other resources. Probably they have. probably a Facebook group. You connect in there, and you say, "Hey, I need a, a place to yeah, to put yeah. up a tent." Somebody's going to step forward and say, "You can camp on my." Site. I did that. I did that when I went. Yeah. I borrowed a bunch of us were parked on the same little spot i was sleeping in my truck he was sleeping in his suv or whatever i think yeah. it was three of us all crammed in there and we just slept in our vehicles technically the campsite or the campground they frown on it yeah technically you're not supposed to have more than like two tents per campsite but they can fit more than two tents and there's not much enforcement if any of that they kind of look the other way on that particular rule that's been my experience with that over the years is they look the other way but that said, uh, a lot of people are just going to have to stay in a hotel somewhere else. You yeah. know, and just and, and any any big faces, day. any big names are going to be at this. Honestly, particular? I have no idea. 
I don't. I think it's too early for them to even know at this point. <laughs> people are just buying this thing because it is that big of an yeah, event yeah, now. Yeah. Because people are figuring out that they have to vote with their feet. That they need to come check out New Hampshire because they heard about it. They know there's something happening here. They heard the rumors that it's the number one most free place. That there's all these activists here. But is it real? It is. It and is historically, real. this is the only. Who was the girl called Sarah? Uh, uh, yeah. the, or Jessica. Jessica. Yeah. The only historically, the way that you get things done is you vote with your feet because trying yeah. to do it through bu- bu- bureaucracy and through all the red tape, it never, never works because they they have set up the rules. They right. own the the playbook, the rule book, and you, you're just never going to get through it. There's, so, not, there's not enough of you. Check out the Porcupine Freedom Festival. There's also an event that comes after the Porcupine Freedom Festival, which is uh, way more decentralized. It's called Fork Fest, and it happens the week after. It's June 27th through July 3rd. It's the sixth annual Fork Fest. I think the Porcupine Freedom Festival is going on year 19. So Fork Fest is the newer festival. It's the, you know, the little brother uh, festival. It's smaller. The, there's not the as, crazy little brother. There's not as many people <laughs> that, uh, that attend it. It's uh, way more laid back. And it's more of a thing where if you want something to happen, you got to be the one that creates it. It's definitely looking for the doers to uh, to come there and attend. If you just want to kick back and enjoy a camp, you know, camping for a week with some cool people, then you can do that too. But if you want to, you know, provide some food for the people there, I'll tell you what, people can buy your food. Oh yeah. Uh, and if I mean, as long as it's good. Oh yeah. This is I. I this is quite. It's quite a trip for me because I don't. I have I have things. Yeah. I have you animals to feed. I have chickens, and I just don't like driving. But if I was to ever go again to Porkfest, mm-hmm. I would most definitely be setting up a food, a food vendor shop. Oh, yeah. I would be selling something, French fries, There's hot dogs. a lot dogs. of hungry people, and they don't want to leave that camp because crowd. I know the the uh, they're hungry people. Yeah, you keep it and, simple, and, you don't and, have and to. they're no and they're whole, they're not a whole lot of store. I think there's there's one there's grocery one store. store. You you don't have to get crazy either. You can keep it simple, and people just, they'll sell you out. Yeah. Uh, so check it out, ForkFest.Party. Mark your calendar June 27th through July 3rd. There's no better place to celebrate Independence Day than around freedom-loving people here in the Shire. You want an excuse to come check out New Hampshire? You've been looking for a reason? These events are the best time to come out and do it. The weather's great. It's right there at the beginning of summer. It gets a little chilly it gets in the a North little, Country. It's usually a little rainy. It can be. It can be. It goes from rain to sun sometime in the same day, though. So, you know, definitely dress for, uh, expect it warm during the day and expect it to cool down at night. So you might want to bring a, you know, a hoodie. You might want to go sit by that big old, that big monster bonfire and the, yeah. and the drum circle. They have that at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, uh, the bonfire. I would love for there to be a bonfire every night at Fork Fest, but so far no one has seen fit to uh, to create that. So to, that hasn't to, happened. To bring in the, the, the wood to yeah, burn? Yeah, that hasn't happened. I bet if they put together a little fundraiser, they can make it happen. So, but again, it's all up to who makes the things happen at ForkFest. Go to ForkFest.Party. We hope to see you there. Free Talk Live will be broadcasting from both the Porcupine Freedom Festival and from ForkFest. Let's talk to Joe in Michigan. Joe, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Conan. Yeah, you were talking earlier about the uh, two Americas, you know, the uh, yeah. 30% or whatever, like the Matrix type deal. And um, I believe Bill Maher has talked a little bit about this, how the how the new woke left basically lost their mind, um, you know, celebrating when somebody who's unvaccinated dies mm, online sick. and just the, the cruel, you know, the, the, anytime a, anybody to the right of Stalin, who's prominent, who's a public figure dies, they cheer it on, on, on social media. And 
you know, basically they're nihilist and narcissist and they don't, they're not like the old liberals that we grew up with back in the day that, you know, we just disagree, agree to disagree and that kind of thing. These people are anything. It's all about the agenda. That's all it is. That's why they can change their position on a dime. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on who's in the white house. Oh yeah. You, know, you notice there's no protest right now about police brutality because they never really cared about it. Oh yeah, you know, no, they want the cops to uh, to crack down on the freedom convoy. I saw some post yeah. online, uh, one of the social medias, I think it was Twitter, where some leftist was actually saying, "Well, yeah, all cops are bad, but you guys in Toronto or you, you guys in Ottawa, you're doing a good, you're doing good work." And so, like, yeah, clearly, when they're, they, when they're in charge, they're fine with it. Yeah, exactly. You know? And now they're rooting for war, war with Russia. Yeah, sure. isn't that isn't that time. isn't that bizarre that the anti-war yeah, left are are rooting for war? They're not anti-war. We know they that, used to Conan. be. They, supposedly, they used to be anti-war. They weren't during the Obama administration. It was only during Bush. And you got the Neil Youngs yep. of the world coming out. You know, talking about taking taking away speech from Joe Rogan. Joe, do you have more to that you want to talk yep. about? I want to make sure we get time for you. You want to hang? Oh, that's fine. You got a break. All right, stand by, Joe. If you got, if you want to go, that's fine. More coming up here in moments. You can bring up whatever's on your mind here. This is Free Talk Live. Talk Live. Phone's open. You can join us here at the number 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, you've got Ian and Conan. Looks like breaking news. I'm sorry, this isn't breaking at all. For some reason, it just popped up in my uh, internet feed. Ron Paul apparently uh, got blocked out of Facebook last month. I didn't know that. Uh, he's getting blocked off of things all the time. Yeah. YouTube's blocking him. Due to repeatedly going against our community standards, you are temporarily blocked. That only makes it, He's only saying the exact same things we say, and we get knocked off of YouTube every couple of weeks. Yeah, that's true. We didn't talk a whole lot of COVID tonight, so I don't think it's going to happen. By the way, we're on YouTube. Yeah, we're back uh, is, on YouTube. Is our Odyssey up and running? Something's wrong with Odyssey tonight. They're doing some kind of upgrade on their live streaming system, so I think that's why we're not streaming there yeah, tonight. Yeah, if you, if you typically... I don't like plugging YouTube at all, but if you but Odyssey is doing some work, and if you typically watch us via Odyssey, hey, YouTube's available. At They're the there for now, but they could they could pull us tomorrow. We're also on Twitch. We're yep, also yep. on D Live. We're also on VK, uh, the Russian site. We're on, I didn't know about that one. We're on. Um, <laughs> we're all over the place. Yeah, we're on a bunch of them. I've got a list of them over at video.lrn.fm. Hey, if you man. See them. Safety in numbers. OK.ru, Africa TV float uh the libertarian did you ever get on media? that chinese uh outfit that you I had to answer a- you had to answer like 50 no, questions I tried, or something man they wouldn't let me in ian's over here with his phone and he's translating all of the questions from chinese yeah and we were trying to make heads or tails because there was it was it was optional there were uh it was like a through like four options i don't remember and we were trying to translate the options and it was but it not only was it in another language but it was in it was different it was another culture and we yeah. were trying to translate this different culture and it was very interesting i got through it i mean i nailed the, the questions it was easy but no they wouldn't let me in the, the chinese streaming sites will not let you talk politics uh talk about government you know the way we do you cannot be anti-state it's it's in their terms of service and so they just won't let they won't let get, you we, in and we and since we're not on their credit system they can't give us a um yeah, a, a thumbs down. They can't send us to the, uh, the the re-education camps or the we, the Uyghur camps. Uh, well, we are on a Japanese streamer called FC Two Live, so we got one viewer on FC Two Live right now. 
Uh, we're on Facebook still. They haven't kicked us off of Facebook yet. Somebody, One of our hosts had a Facebook account still, so we linked up to our Facebook with that. Uh, and then we're also on Twitter, which no one ever watches. But we're there. I didn't even know. Yeah. We got 8,000 followers supposedly on Twitter, but no one ever watches our Twitter feed. So. Huh. Well, I know uh, all of my people, family, coworkers, friends, they never, because they're always talking about articles and stuff I should mm-hmm. cover. And I'm like, why don't you just listen live? And they don't. They they listen to it the next day mm. at like a podcast. I see. And uh, well, at least I, they listen. I don't know. I, maybe it's something about the. It's a night because it's a nighttime show. Mm-hmm. And and as and, and, and as opposed to like a morning a morning radio show. Mm. I used to I used to listen to the regular the, the local radio show here almost religiously. Mm-hmm. Um, on you know during my yeah. during my drive and at, while at work. And I'm just wondering if it's because it's a nighttime show. There's, there's different people are unable to and are are unwilling could be to contribute, to participate. Maybe I don't know. Huh. Either way, there's a wide, almost wide open phone lines. We're going to go to Rudy listening to K Talks. He's listening on the radio uh, out there uh, out west in Arizona. Rudy, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey guys. Hey, what's on your mind? Earlier, you had you had a caller, a lady, say that there was a no difference between the right and the left. Pretty much, yeah, uh, I agree. Really? Hmm. Absolutely. As well, far as the politicians are concerned, when you get down to the the individuals, I think you will find some some key differences in their belief systems. When you, Uh-oh. Rudy, when you consider that these these people, don't you remember who was it? Who was it? Was Turtle Face Boy who was who was high fiving Pelosi? Was it Pelosi? Who the hell is that Turtle Face Boy? I can't remember. He's one of the Republican. Uh, oh. You know, who I'm talking about Rudy. Mitch McConnell? Mitch McConnell, that oh. piece of crap, that piece of filth. These people <laughs> yeah. are all friends. It's like sure. it's like fake it's like fake wrestling, wrestling man. Yeah. When, after the after the competition, they're going home and barbecuing together and drinking <laughs> beers. They're buddies. It's a game. It's a play. Yeah. They're and playing you're the us. You're saying that the, the leader of the, the leader of the Senate for the Republicans uh, was congratulating, high fiving Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House? I'm saying they're. I'm saying they were. They were fist bumping after <laughs> at the at this event where they're supposed to be mortal enemies, but they're not. They're on the same team. Never they're playing been. the game. First of all, they, they're not mortal enemies. We're all Americans. Not you not know, at we, that level. They, not at that level. They're supposed to be. They're supposed to be mortal enemies. They are not like us, Rudy. They are a completely different set hey, of people. Huh? We're all Americans. I mean, it, it, it's just in the last. For decades, that it's become a, a fist fight, pretty much. I mean, the it's people ridiculous. in Congress are elites. They are people who do not believe themselves to be like the rest of us. They are the World Economic Forum types, the Davos types. These are well, the the top tier uh, people yeah. who they don't even understand the lives that the that the rest of Americans lead. So yeah, they might have been born in America, but that doesn't mean they share any of the same values that the rest of the of Americans do. You remember all those clips of like Hillary Clinton trying to act like a human being around other people and just not even understanding she's never even driven a car That's in her ev- life. That is every clip of Hillary Clinton. Yeah, but she's woman not is un- a, woman is a complete robot. She's not unusual though. There's a bunch of people like her. Same thing with Kamala. Kamala, whatever her name is. So Rudy, go ahead. Uh, so, you, yeah, so you disagree with us? You think that there is a there is a there is a difference between the two? I know there is. What's that? I mean, well, okay. As an example, uh, in 
in Texas with the uh, the, uh, the the uh, snitch on somebody you know that got an abortion law, right? That's what that's what it is. You can you can get ten thousand dollars if you can rat out some woman that got an abortion. Mm. That's the, that's the law in Texas now. Mm-hmm. What's this? Uh, small government and Republicans, and now they got we've got snitches now. They, you, know, you, can, you can make a. But how is that uh, different from the Democrats in New York that'll give you ten thousand dollars if you rat somebody out with a gun? Or who, or who is unvaxxed in some situations? Okay, okay. In, in Michigan, the uh, there's going to be a election for uh, attorney general, uh-huh. and there's three Republicans running for the position in the primary. And someone asked them about, uh, you know, what Griswold versus Connecticut is? No, I don't. So it was in 1965 when uh, uh, the uh, it used to be that uh, contraception was against the law, even if you were married couple hmm. uh it was it was the law that it was the law that uh decriminalized birth control okay okay uh, and these three republicans running for attorney general of the state of michigan they all they all agreed that uh it was wrongly decided so they want to criminalize birth control for even married people in michigan once again small government republicans no in the bedroom, you know, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, well, I get what you're saying, man. Uh, but ultimately, the fundamentals between the Republicans and the Democrats are not very different. I mean, yeah, you can find an issue here okay. and an issue there, but the fact is they okay, all okay. believe in bigger government. They all want to have new rules mm-hmm. forced down your throat. So okay. while the go- the Republicans might want to crack down on abortion okay. and your bedroom, the Democrats want to crack down on your you know, business, your business got, and your question. guns. I've got a question. Yeah. In in the last in the last 40 years, mm-hmm. can you name any piece of legislation that was brought up by a Republican Voted into law that benefited the middle class or below. Tax tax breaks. Are you talking about I'm at the federal about, level? Are you talking about at the state level? Because there's yeah, plenty of yeah, federal law. Yeah, I was going to say there's plenty of examples here in New Hampshire. I mean, the Republicans no, here tend to be Congress. pretty libertarian. Congress, Congress. Yeah, I don't. I don't pay attention to Congress because I. I mean, they're always destroying our freedoms, and so like I don't know. I I I think they're. they're all, under the Republicans and the Democrats, they're always making no. government bigger. They're always ruining people's lives. They're always sending innocent people to prison. They're always murdering yep. peaceful and people. And they're always getting in our businesses. They're yep. always getting out of business. Yep. You got, as you mentioned, uh, both authoritarian. Yeah. Both think they know better than us, and both want to get in in the power so that they can rule and decree on to us. And they've all been in power without the other party being in control. When the Republicans are in power, they don't roll the government back. Nope. Nope. So, I appreciate your call. Thanks, Rudy. More coming up. Free Talk Live. Phones open. You can join us. 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Tonight, it's Ian. And Conan. We're going to continue with your calls and thoughts. You can join us online anytime over at freetalklive.com. We've got a social media site. It is a Mastodon-based system, which means it's open source, which means it's self-hosted. Yep. means we're running the server. Yep. means they can't kick you off as long as you're on the server, as long as the server stays up. If Ron Paul were on our server, you'd never be uh, restricted. And you can block whoever you don't like. 
are just true. are just not follow them, yep. and you won't see anything you don't like. Exactly. Head over to but social.freetalklive.com. But but you shouldn't do that. You need to mm. know what the other what the other bubble uh, is saying and thinking and doing. Otherwise, I mean. You're just that. You're in a bubble and you yeah. don't really know what's going on except what you are allowed to see and hear. You don't know what the uh, what the opposition is saying and why are they why are they the opposition? Why you disagree with them so heavily? Why well, don't you usually because they want to put me in a prison cell. Exactly. But I mean in the case of someone who uh, in the case of someone who wants to the guy who wants to put you in a prison cell. Mm-hmm. Why do they hate you so much, Ian? Cuz we're a threat to the status quo here yeah, in New Hampshire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And they are the status quo. I think. I think what it really boils down a peaceful to peaceful threat. By I think the way. what it really boils down to is we're boat rockers. Yeah, they don't and like we that. we rock the boat and we ask questions of their of their uh, reality. Right. We question their reality, and it hurts. It's called cognitive dissonance. Yeah. It hurt. It. I think it literally hurts some people. Like physically, For sure. They have brain pain whenever mm-hmm. they hear something that they don't agree with because and that they've decided i don't know when is the way and they want to shut it down or shut it up that's that, that's the Punch first that's people. the first thing they'll do they'll call into this show and they'll be like i think you guys should be taken and, and then they'll call one of their local politicians and i think these guys should be taken, taken down off the air are they called trudeau or whoever any anyone in power and they're like these guys have to be taken down because they hurt my brain <laughs> i want to go back to your calls and thoughts uh let's talk to jack he's in washington state you're on free talk live jack <clears throat> on that subject uh if you have a rate like one, two, three to debate with, have a good, honest, fun debate with between a Democrat, a religious person, non-binary, I don't know, or a Republican, if you had to have a debate with one of them, a religious person, a Democrat, or a Republican, one, two, three, wouldn't a Democrat always fall number three? What do you mean by that? Number three. What? Uh, what all right. What is a religious person's political affiliation? Are they Democrat or Republican? <laughs> well, I think there's. I think there's at this point in society. And I think you said it best that everything's going to hell. But I think you can still have an honest debate with a religious person. Yes, you, you can. You may not agree yeah. with them. And, and, and a Republican. And and mo- yeah, most Republicans. Not some of these. Some of these. Some of these. Some of these neocons. Some of these warmongers who are who are not McConnell. Um, not not Mitch McConnell. Who's this? Uh, who's McCain? Not her. Not McCain. Not yeah. But Democrat. I mean, I lived most of my life in Portland from mm-hmm. about seventeen to about thirty uh, nine or so, and you can't talk to them. Mm. You know, there's no debate there. I don't know where I'm going with this. No, no. I see what you're but, saying. I've I've seen the free staters, for instance, uh, invite the Democrats in New Hampshire to debates, and they will not respond. They they will not debate they, because they can't. Yeah, they don't they have a, they don't have a real argument. All they have is dogma. Mm-hmm. They have party lines that they run that run them that rule them, and that's that's if they it can't be questioned. It cannot be questioned, and they can't they can't think outside of the lines. They can't think outside of the box. But the good news is, uh, Conan, you're right. A lot of them are leaving. They're throwing up their hands in frustration because of the free staters here, the libertarians that are getting active and getting elected uh, and that are a huge threat to the status quo. A lot of them are just saying, you know what, it's better off if I just move to Massachusetts or uh, Vermont or in many cases move back to Massachusetts or Vermont. Jack, anything else you want to share? 
just the liberals happen to love uh, RT. The irony there is so intense, but they can't see it. You mean RT, the channel, the Russia television? Yeah, after four years of Trump. Right, because Russia was bad when Trump was uh, was in office. Is what and that's saying. only one thing. Yeah. I mean, in the, like earlier, you guys were talking about they're like suddenly pro war. They're suddenly pro police, and it's just they're pro government. I didn't know that they, they were are. pro RT. I thought RT is getting blocked everywhere, and they're not very popular oh. anymore. By the way, not, not like they were, you know, eight years ago. Yeah, wouldn't they be against RT now because they're in favor of war with Russia? They should be. They're not. If you, huh. watch, if you I watch, I've watched RT. I hate to say that, but mm-hmm. I don't. Why, why hate? Why know, hate to say it? It's a. It's not a bad. They're not all I bad. I love program. RT. It's great program. That Ottawa mayor I that I that, that was an article from RT. They were yeah. they're lamb blasting that mayor. Yeah, if you want to get yeah. the uh, a critical perspective. I- irony. Irony is the only thing I'm trying to say okay. here. All right. Hey, Jack. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate it. Uh, let's go to David in New Mexico. You're on Free Talk Live, David. Yeah, it's uh, David from Needles. Listening to you on K Talks in Needles, California. No, you're David uh, in New Mexico. What are you calling about? I'm David the Bigot. And what happened to Scott the Bigot? Because I got some uh, Scott the Bigot material that I'd like to share, but I haven't heard from Scott the Bigot I don't know. for a long time. So, okay, well, I'm going to take his place then. I, here, here's some facts. Here's some facts. Um, the Biden administration is apparently president of the United States. United States. And in the Biden administration, here are some uh, bigwig players of the Biden administration. Anthony Blinken, uh, Secretary of State. Uh, Wendy Sherman, Deputy Secretary of State. Merrick Garland, Attorney General. Jeffrey A. Rosen, Deputy AG. John Cohen, HHS. Jared Borenstein, White House Administration, White House Counsel of the Economic Advisors. These are my notes. I wrote them down as you suggested. Dr. John Brownstein, CDC. Sarah Bloom Raskin, Biden appointee to Vice Chair, Federal Reserve. John Okay, we, I don't General. think we need the whole list of the administration. So what's okay, the point? Okay, well that, that's not even, that's not even half of the prominent people in the administ- the uh, Biden administration. Emhoff, Emhoff, vice president, married to uh, whatever Emhoff billionaire. Uh, these are facts. These people are, exist. Those are facts. What I want to ask the media, and you're the media, and K Talks is the media. Steve Rubin that owns K Talks is the media. And um, why? Why? I just presented facts, right? Why, when somebody presents facts, does that equate to anti-Semitism? What? I don't know. So you, so you, so you called into your show and you just, you just explained who is in, who is in control, and they said it's anti-Semitic. These people are all Jewish. Okay. okay. And they're in so control. What? And, and it's, well, so what? They are 2.4% of the general population, but they're roughly, what, 80% of the Biden administration. Now, if I, let's take it, Alabama. Wasn't, wasn't that Cond- the same in the Trump administration as well? Let, His whole family? Uh, it was, it, it, yeah, yes, and I can, I can do a whole Trump thing, but you don't have time for that right now. And since people are upset about this, let, let's go to, like, for instance, Alabama. Or so Georgia, are you somebody who Mid- believes that, just, just to clarify, are you somebody that, are you a Jewish supremacist? I think he's asking no, the, he's not. asking the Jewish question. I don't know no, what that I, is. No, I'm not. I, I gave you fa- I gave you facts. No, but I just and, I'm and, curious and, and, because there's some people who believe who don't like Jewish people, but also at the same time believe that they are actually superior race because no, you know, I, they're, I, I, they're, they're they're God's chosen no, people. 
Well, whatever, whatever. Anyway, as I told you before, my father was a Holocaust survivor. My daughter is Jewish. So if you want to, instead of calling me an anti-Semite. I didn't call you you that, did I? Did anyone on this no, show not, call, call you that? Yeah, I'm not talking. I'm not talking about you. You is is general, as in the people that are listening. You in general that would like to attack me. Instead of calling me an anti-Semite, you can call me a self-hating Jew because there's an angle for everything. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, so you but, are like Scott then. <laughs> That's the case because Scott was I, I, also I a self-hating you, Jew. I told, you, I told you up front. I am taking the place of Scott. Yeah, the yeah, bigot. you literally are. Scott, so yeah, wait, are you saying I'm you're a bigot? It. Is that what you're saying? Uh, you, I, I, you can call me a bigot. I'm doing well, you just said you're taking me. the place of uh, Scott the bigot. Wait, wait, so he, he, you asking. can't be a bigot unless. Do you hate these people? No, I actually like them. All right, oh, well, you're okay. not a bigot. You're right. you're just asking the question. Yeah, you. Well, now, that that, ruin, that ruins the whole stick. Then you don't think I, you're inferior. Not, you don't think Jews are inferior to other people. No, not okay, at all. Okay, then you're not a racist. Well, I didn't say I was a racist. I'm I just said saying. I was a bigot. Just, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so anyway, the, the problem is, is that whenever a person tries to present a fact, like I presented the facts of the Biden administration, uh, that, that uh, Jews are 2.4 percent mm-hmm. of the general population, but they're approximately 80 uh, percent plus or minus of the Biden administration, people call you an anti-Semite or a self-hating Jew. And I want to know why that is. Well, I don't know. We didn't call you that. Because so. that's what they learned. Not, that's, not, that's what, the, I, I that's what mainstream you. media told them to do. Yeah. It's, and it's the same thing if you believe something like I don't know the Earth is flat. They immediately go to tin, <laughs> they immediately go to tinfoil hat wearing and then they call you a flat earther. I mean that one is pretty pretty kooky. Kind yeah. of. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the uh, space flight things are only four hundred fifty thousand dollars. You can go and prove it to yourself now. Great! I think I have enough Bitcoin in the bank in my wallet to do that. You know what? Eventually it'll be like four hundred fifty bucks. And I don't know if it's going to be ten years or fifteen years, but that price is going to come down, down, down. Where are they going? Where are they heading? They can't get past the Van Allen radiation belt. <laughs> we'll see tomorrow freetalklive.com